my computer. Somewhere on my computer. I'll find it later. Okay. All right. So, yeah, why are we doing this podcast? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, like, there's not a lot of women in GIS, GIS that are doing podcasts. Like, the two podcasts on this market, you know, they're you know, map, like the mapscaping podcast and the scene from above podcast, mm-hmm. they're both like really good podcasts, but they're led by men. And there's nothing against that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, sometimes, you know, like we just want to relate, you know, like, well, why? And then why is there not female like led podcasts? Yeah. And we're well, it's like we, we like seeing a leader, like woman leader. It inspires us too. And I, I was the same thing. I was looking at podcasts just on Spotify and there was only girls in um, GIS, which I still need to listen to. I haven't listened to them yet, but yeah. that was the only one. <laughs> no, yeah, and was- and also it would just be fun to help us with our own individual skills, just with speaking and having conversation. And I think we'll learn a lot about GIS by doing this podcast. And also it's just fun <laughs> I know. yeah no I totally I agree yeah because yeah. I was also thinking like podcast is also like a self of like it's like a self of like journaling you know how people mm-hmm. like are told you journal and I heard like journaling helps you kind of discover yourself mm-hmm. but that's also a podcast too you know we're talking and that sets a firm journaling we're talking out loud yeah it's easy yeah. to listen to and another reason I wanted to start the women in JS organization we're doing in this podcast is because um See, I lost my train of thought just then. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, not a lot of people, I, I guess from my experience, like in high school and younger ages too, don't know what GIS is. Mm-hmm. And so by like having this casual podcast, it might be easier for people to listen to it. And because in the beginning, we're going to talk about the basics of what is GIS? Why do we like GIS? How did we get into it? Yeah. And other people can learn about it and maybe become interested themselves. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Cause like, you know, you don't like, how did you find GIS exactly? Tell me your story. It's, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. I think there are two kind of parts to it and it's, it's kind of like the chicken and egg origin story. You know, I don't know which one really pushed me to it, but I think um, the biggest one, I was an environmental science major oh, yeah. and I love that. I was becoming aware of all these issues, but then it started going into more like public policy and a lot more just reading about environmental issues. And then I took a GIS class and I had so much fun because GIS is a tool where you can actually learn to like solve the issues we were learning about in environmental science. And I was just having fun making cartography maps and my GE actually, I can't remember his name right now, but his job was to go out and backpack and collect data points and then go back to the office and make cool cartography maps. And I thought that was awesome because I love being outdoors. Um, there's that, but then also like a year before that, I was dating a guy. Sorry, my dog, my dog just came. My mom's like, my mom is like trying to get the dog out of the house. Okay, sorry. Okay. Um, but I think the first time that someone asked me or someone told me what GIS is, because I didn't even know what that was until my sophomore year of college, it was because I was dating a guy who was studying GIS. And so he explained to me what GIS was. And then I took a class and became interested myself. So both of those, I think, go together. But that's yeah. Uh, that's, what about you? How did that's, you Yeah, that's interesting. Because when I, like, joined the major, I, like, couldn't even spell. I couldn't even pronounce it. Or I was, like, spa- like spatial data and technology. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Well, your friends keep falling but I mean I kind of was like oh for me it's like I did like art I did like theater I did technical sound and theater but I always wanted to do like biology I always wanted to be a veterinarian like that was my dream like in high school I took I took um like AP bio biochemistry chemistry and I was like I'm gonna do biology I'm gonna be do look at animals you know be around animals all my life because I also showed rabbits competitively through like 4-H and openly too. I also like rode horses as well. So I did a lot of stuff with animals and I was like, oh, I know exactly. I'm going to go into animals. But then in high school, like I did theater because that's where all the quirky kids go, <laughs> you know, all the like people who wanted a, a community. And I was like, I definitely want to do something that's artsy. So I was like, I'm going to do study biology, but I'm going to do theater on the side. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I also wanted to be like a, a filmmaker as well. So, but then all the people are like, I was, I'm really sorry. I'm really bad at articulating, but no, that's all good. Um, no, there, it sounds like there are a lot of like 
you were interested in all these different things, but GIS has a way of bringing them all together, which is so cool. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so basically what happened is that I basically filled calculus and I was basically like, didn't know what to do with my life. Like I was like, I'm going to, I can't, if I can't do calculus and I was told like <laughs> my, my friend was a math major. She was like, calculus is like the basic math. It's, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. And so that kind of like took me into a spiral of like, well, if I can't do calculus, then like I can't do those advanced classes, right? And so I was like, and then luckily my friend actually was a student orientation leader. And so he like knew all those majors and he was like, and I was like talking to him about it. And he was basically like, oh, you should check out like spatial data and technology. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I literally just went into the advisor and our advisor was like, like, I was like, oh, I just want to find out more information about it. But she was mm -hmm. kind of was like, oh, you're, so you're changing your major. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to take it. And then basically. Very history from there. <laughs> basically, like, I enjoyed all the classes. And yeah, like you said, it's very, it's like, it's a tool. Like, we learned a tool. But, mm -hmm. on, on, but also, if you think about it, isn't it kind of hard, though? Because it is a tool. We're not, like, learning anything specific. So that's why I do look back and I wonder if I would want to change how I approach this major because a lot of people I've noticed in graduate school especially they major in biology or environmental science or something and then they go to their graduate school to learn the tool because now they've learned this topic that they're really interested in and then GIS helps them like convey and, and visually like uh, show that topic more deeply and so yeah. it is hard because it's very broad and in every single class we're like learning something completely new in a different industry which is awesome but also approaching graduation I'm now wondering where I want to take it and which industry I want to go in because there are so many options which is cool again that GIS gives you that like that broad layout when you graduate but also it's a lot of options and <laughs> yeah no that's like the struggle that's the struggle that I had like basically I was told like um I had like a mentor basically and he was saying that like I was so interested in so many things and how like how to um apply GIS to everything but I was told that like I'm I'm not gonna get hired or I'm not gonna you know get internship or get any like jobs it's gonna be really really difficult for me to find a job because I haven't I haven't focused on one thing yeah basically and so that's like kind of like I went in like a whole like war and I was like I need to focus on one thing yeah. and like but that I, just, I still haven't figured that out yet honestly <laughs> I still haven't either and actually that's why recently I've been getting into freelance GIS because mm. I don't know if I'll ever again I'm super young but it's hard to think about um, with, with GIS, we can do so many things, things with it. And then finding one topic that I'm just focusing on because there's so much we can do and I want to do them all. And so freelance, you can do that. I mean, you can't do it all. You do, I guess, stay in one, um, industry, but you're able to be a little bit more flexible in the projects you manage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot though. <laughs> yeah. So, cause yeah, it's basically starting your own business. Yeah. So there was, um, this one internship I really wanted in spring summertime and i'm not gonna like name the company or or the person just <laughs> for privacy factors i guess um but i really wanted this internship and i thought i have the skills they're put very listed i really think i have a chance i i think i interviewed with them too i, I can't remember exactly it was so long ago um but then i i didn't get the internship and later i saw the guy who did to get the internship and i just asked him you know like what made you stand out and he's like oh well along with my gis experience I also did all of these projects like right up their alley focused on the environmental issues they're directly working with. I was like, oh yeah, I guess all my experience is very broad and my portfolio is very broad and yeah, <laughs> it's I, hard. I think I heard, I heard it like on a Reddit thread that um, ge like geography, ge oh, it's like geography GIS is that we <laughs> learn everything, but we learn everything, but it's so hard to like, I forgot what it was saying. It was like, we learn everything, but that makes it our like career and our like like the career really difficult is because we learn yes. so much because it's so broad <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah and so like and that's what makes people stand out is because they're focused on one thing but it's like does it take time to like it focus takes on time and, yeah. and that's it we're so young mm -hmm. we're very young in this industry in this career so we'll slowly learn but it's frustrating because <laughs> 
I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> I know, right? We're po- yeah, we want to work on a project. We want to work on a project. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we're not, we haven't stand out. We haven't shown, like, I wouldn't say passion because we're both, like, passionate people, but it's... Very passionate, yeah. Yeah, but it's not, it's, like, I guess not focus in a way. It's mm-hmm. not focus. Well, yeah, see, I, just, like, knowing you the past six months, I, I think we both seem very motivated and driven and passionate about GIS, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just don't have, I mean, now you're getting some more experience, but we, we don't have yeah. the experience in a specific field to really make us stand out. And I have to say ever since the pandemic too, it's definitely been a lot harder because now we're competing with people all over the country, mm-hmm. sometimes the world, because a lot of the jobs are remote and so anyone can apply. And so I think that's definitely made it harder on us too, just in general. Yeah. But isn't it also an advantage too? Cause you know, we could work in like New York yeah, too and but be true, located yeah. in like the small little town in in Oregon which I love that so much <laughs> yeah exactly do you would you prefer remote work or in-person work or that's hybrid a good, that's a good question I think I honestly prefer hybrid work because I think right now like you know I want to get to know my coworkers. I want to get, get to know like you know what got them into GIS and like who these people are and like kind of create like a bond you know like and that would help me better to like if I need to ask for help or like you know kind of understand them and like right now me and this other co-worker we're just talking over you know Microsoft team and it's like you know we're only talking like very short sentences you know what I mean so it's yeah. like I think if it's like I think it's like I think I think like now people are gonna go more like hybrid now mm-hmm. because obviously I think we still need like that human interaction comp- like uh, interaction mm-hmm. but like we I think we're gonna be more flexible and like because now, you know, I can now, like, I could save money and live at home and, you know, mm-hmm. be able to get a car. I don't have to worry about, like, going to Portland and finding an apartment right now. And also just for our human bodies sitting in a desk nine to five, that's not healthy, one, for your brain to just be staring at the same computer all day and for our backs. And, like, it's no, nice yeah, to have the flexibility like, where we can walk around, take little breaks every now and again. and and manage our time a little bit better yeah I know because my like my like walking around is going downstairs (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. but it's still you know some walking around no I guess yeah that's true they do you do miss out on the communication yeah yeah also because I was thinking lately that like are you an introvert or an extrovert because I I like I took the test the Meyer Briggs test and I always like was introvert but now I think maybe because of the pandemic maybe like it made me kind of longer for human interaction Mm -hmm. and so I think I'm more of like an introvert now sorry go ahead no sorry I kept cutting (laughs) we said this earlier too I need to learn on like not cutting people off (laughs) that's what I'm gonna try to work on in this podcast but um I was gonna say I I think I've always been an introvert and I am an introvert but because of the pandemic since we don't have those like everyday interactions we still do seek social interactions we can still be introverted but it's it's how you like um, re-energize yeah and recharge your battery and so I think if I'm alone for days at a time I do crave social interaction but then if I'm social all day long I need to still come home and like have my space <laughs> yeah because I you know like on those like posts on social media they're like oh like introverts hate people and like all that and I'm like I don't hate people like I it's a scale it's a scale <laughs> I know yeah it's definitely a scale yeah. Whether you're an introvert and extrovert. Wait, what's your uh, my my Myers Briggs um, code? Oh, I can't remember. It was um, I used to be a mediator. I don't remember what the. Oh, I used were. to be. It used to be uh, I uh, I N F P. That's what I was too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I used to be that, but like something changed, and I can't remember what it was. But it's still very close. It's still in that little group. I can't remember the. Yeah, because yeah, I was a mediator, and then I changed to na- the analysis. Oh, okay. That would make yeah. sense since we're in data analysis. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that's a change too, because in high school I was a mediator, where I was still young and huh. innocent, and I wasn't doing analysis all day long. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I have a question because you used to be a math major, so like. Do you think you have to be good at math to get into like remote sensing and GIS work and data analysis? I mean, I think it helps, but I don't think you need to be good at math. I'm not anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I, I did okay in calculus, but I just wasn't having 
fun and I did start to struggle and I couldn't, I actually just um, learned too that I um, have ADHD and just learning math while remote having ADHD was so hard and I like didn't pass my classes towards the end because I could not sit myself down and like teach myself um, this like advanced math. But off topic. (laughs) Um, I don't think you need to be good at math. I think you just need to have a basic understanding of analysis and and it's more about like finding patterns, you know, whereas math is like inserting x into a and y into b and solving an equation because i used to i yeah i used to read like the remote sensing magazines and then you know they would give you the complicated remotes like math formulas and so i was like oh you have to know math to be really good at math to like actually get into like advanced remote sensing wait so let me take that back i don't know much about remote sensing (laughs) okay (laughs) this is going from a very basic understanding okay (laughs) talking like i know everything about it this is just from my perspective of taking one remote sensing class. Oh well, I mean, I took to I, I took one remote sensing class too, and okay, like but but you, I just it sounds like you study it on your free time a lot more. Yeah, because um, I used to I be. Because I used to be a member of um, the American Society, uh, ASPR, and so we would get free ma- uh, oh. magazines. So I would read them because I was like, "Well, why am I spending fifty dollars? I might as well read the magazines." <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I read a lot of, yeah, remote, and I think I'm more focused into, like, more imagery, and I want to do, like, I want to figure out, like, the tie between, like, uh, imagery and video games, and how, like, mm. video games, and how, like, com- it's, like, not, com- like, and, com- like, how visualization works, and, like, or how, like, other fields, like, video game creation can work, and, like, Earth's observation, and remote sensing, if that makes sense. So, if you could, like, create, if you could get paid to create your own kind of mapping project right now, or remote sensing video game project right now what would you do <laughs> that's a good question honestly wow that's a good question on the spot you don't have to answer on the spot. <laughs> yeah i mean i always like i always like really enjoy like the 3d visualization like there was one that my friend sent me it was basically showing like the flooding of like of three like a 3d model of a city and it showed like the flooding of the city so it showed like the five year you know like it, it was like a five-year flood or you know i don't know the flooding like as a hundred years, twenty years, and five year flooding patterns, but basically, I'm not sure. yeah. But it showed like the effects of like the flooding, and so I think that's kind of one I want to do is like show like create like a three D three D visualization. I sorry, that's three D like like simulation. You said or yeah, like yeah, of like three D simulation <laughs> of like of a disaster or of like the effects of climate change yeah basically oh yeah that would be really cool yeah because i because i just can't imagine how you even start creating that either because i don't know much about i'm just now taking like a coding gis class but i don't know much about like animations and um, video games contributing to that oh because i know i know i was looking into i sent it to my friend but like blender blender is like a 3d software that's used for video creation but a lot of gis people are using that to like are using it to create animations and so like a lot of people oh. i think i think you can incorporate blender into arcgis oh interesting or qgis yeah interesting mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah and then i know r too i haven't took r yet but r is used for 3d visualization as well mm. so that's more coding did you i forget oh you did take the python um gis class yeah i did okay. yeah but I didn't like it. It was, it, I just remember like, it was kind of more of an extension of like remote sensing, honestly. Like, I just like, why are we using code to like do the, do like the tools that we're taught, you know, like mm-hmm. the analysis. We're basically like, we're basically running the analysis in a different way. And so I was like, well, why are we doing it a different way? But I later, I later learned that you can use, you know, use coding, use Python to make your own separate like two boxes, basically. Yeah, you can yeah. create if you, what I learned too recently is if you do a certain um, like tool or process over and over again, say it's just something simple as like your city planning and bend, for example, and you do the same kind of setup of, oh, oh here's your coordinate, coordinate system, here's your city boundaries, here's your population, you can like code in a tool that'll just do that same process for you every single time and you just insert in your data points. And so I think it just makes... I think it's mostly for repetitive processes too. 
yeah. um, where you can, yeah, make a tool that you can just do over and over again. <laughs> but yeah. not, I mean, if you're just making a map for the first time, it, I don't think it would be faster to try to figure that out through the, because there are a lot of errors that you have to deal with. In Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that goes on the topic of, of machine learning and automation. And that's a, yeah. hot, that's a hot topic in GIS right now. That was a hot topic I yeah. want to learn more about that I don't know much about. Oh, okay. I, I just know, like, like um, a lot, like, um, OGC, um, the open consultant, open data consultant. Sorry, this is, the mic is, like, I think it's my remote, like, it keeps, like, going out. But um, the open, they're doing, like, a, um, basically, they're, like, basically, like, funding, like, funding projects that are more focused on disasters. And a lot of those, fun, like, a lot of, the, the proposals are like focused on machine learning and automation. And then I know geo groups of Earth's observation just released like this like project proposal. I think it's called Microsoft Planet Planetary Computer. And basically they're looking for projects that's focused on machine learning and automation and how that mm -hmm. how machine learning and automation could basically enhance, you know, analysis and ready ready to use data. Whoa. How <laughs> wait, how would it this is a stupid question. How would it? How does machine learning like use that data to enhance it? I just I truly don't know much about machine learning. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a heavy loaded question. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot. We can I mean, talk about it in another podcast. We can just okay. focus on machine learning because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I don't know anything about. It. It's good. Yeah, I know it's it's a it's such a hot topic. Like honestly, and also like the government, you know, like geo, you know, groups of Earth observation, they're like focused more on, they're focused on like getting like, and trying to like find you know projects that use machine learning. So it's like very like everybody wants to use it. Everybody needs it. Yeah, it still just like seems like such a far away topic from I because right now I'm just so focused on what I'm learning in school okay. that I'm not really learning a lot outside of school which need to be doing especially since we're learning about very broad topics in school yeah yeah <laughs> but that's something that it's really interesting I, we should do another podcast where we just we talk about machine learning and how yeah, we, we should yeah like GIS. like pick a topic like let's pick a topic in GIS so like we could pick like yes. conservation in GIS or like Drone data and GIS, open open data, ready to use data, and yeah. like yeah, like pick topics, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, do, that. let's do that, yeah. We could do a, a Python or just coding in GIS too, and we can mm. get deeper into like how how that helps and what you can do with it. Yeah, that means we have to do a lot of research, and that would help us too because you know help us discover like you know what's going on in the world. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's. I hope people listen to this and they enjoy it. But also, this is a lot for me exactly. <laughs> and for you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what like he like that's what people need to do is like oh not like okay I'm focused on like the business too because I grew up you know my dad's a businessman. Oh, that's right. But it's like you know like obviously you obviously everybody wants to monetize over something but it's going to help like doing this like is going to help us in other ways too. Mm -hmm. You know. Do you ever think of um, yourself going into, or how do I say this? Do you ever think of yourself kind of creating your own business or your own brand because you come from a family in business? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I was, I mean, I was getting my real estate license and my dad was like helping oh, me, right. helping me start like this business, but it, it kind of like put on hold because I got a job and I wanted to focus, you know, I'm paying off my student loans right now and like, yeah. you know, kind of getting a car, you know, getting a car and like moving mm -hmm. out. But like, I still want to, yeah, make my own like brand and, and like basically have my business and work for myself. Cause I yeah. feel like that's easier for me. And I feel like I like enjoy it too. Cause it gives me a challenge. Yeah. There's the yeah. flexibility. I just, I love the flexibility with mm -hmm. having your own brand and the remote work mixed with that too. Hmm. And the networking, you meet so many different people, exactly. you learn about so many projects, you're constantly learning. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, basically working for yourself. Like you're not tied to one company. You're basically, you can partner with other companies Yeah, as well. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, let's start let's start our business together. <laughs> yeah, no, I I talk about that. I'm I'm serious. And I yeah, I you too. saying this point that we're young because mm -hmm. it's so cool we're doing this at our age right now. Mm -hmm. And we're already so ambitious about this because we have years to 
get more experience and learn through other people about how they created their businesses and what failed and what worked and exactly just create this great business <laughs> yeah because we yeah because we started so young like you know we're yeah. like only 22 23 you know yeah. Yeah, let's like, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Everyone listening to this podcast, this is just the beginning. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we're just, we're gonna, we're, and definitely, and also, yeah, like, also, like, what I want to do be that kind of person that, like, knows everything, know what goes on, you know, and, like, basically talk to a lot of people. I want to, like, mm-hmm. get to know and get to know that, because I realized, like, after, like, yeah, in the pandemic, that I like getting to know, like, what are people, what is, what aspires people and what, mm-hmm. you know, what aspires people and, like, why do they get in this field and, basically talking to people being an extrovert I guess yeah Yeah. see yeah being a social human being but then being able to come back to your own home and (laughs) yeah thinking about it but yeah yeah, that's where the um woman in GIS group really made me realize how much I want to start my own business and how much I really enjoy the planning part of it too and the networking part and I think before that I was just kind of confused on what I wanted to do this year and and where I wanted to go with my GIS, but with this group, it's been really fun just planning and talking to people and and planning um, like panel discussions and talking about who we want to partner with. And it's just fun because we get to create our the events that we want to see. And and I love being in that leadership role. And <laughs> yeah. then the problem is like, well, does other people want to show up? You know? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We'll see your first meeting. <laughs> yeah, because I know, because I was, you know, trying to keep the geography club together during. It was like during the pandemic, but nobody wanted to do anything, and so. Yeah. Do you still follow the Geo Digest emails from Leslie? No, I, I stopped using the. So it sounds like they're um, starting that club up again, and there were some people that were interested. Really? Yeah, so I think Ooh. it's starting up again. Who start, wait, who's starting it? <laughs> I don't know. In the email, she just said, a few of you are interested in starting it up again. Oh. You know, <laughs> hear more. Yeah, because <laughs> I definitely, because I know, I, I remember I was like, I had the power for the Facebook group. I wonder if I should give that back to oh. Leslie. <laughs> You're the admin. <laughs> yeah, I'm the admin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So yeah, because like maybe that was just the pandemic and maybe like, I don't know, because like, I don't know why people wouldn't want to do like do stuff because I was like, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let's like do, you know, GIS day. Let's do, let's like do like, let's go to the table. Let's go to in, uh, introduction and like mm-hmm. do something for an introduction. But they didn't, nobody said anything. And like, I, I, I always think that I text too much. I'm annoying, but like, <laughs> you know. I also think during the, well, you know, what's weird is I never saw those for some reason really? I don't know. oh because it was like in the it was in the u like the u of o geo geo club had like their own group maybe and then oh, i okay and then i think mm-hmm. i did i do a geo did i do a um geo digest maybe maybe you did actually i don't know but i wonder if uh since the pandemic not a lot of people have joined the major because i just looking at my personal experience I took an in-person class in an in-person lab, which is so much different than doing the virtual labs. And yeah. so I wonder if maybe just there aren't a lot of um, incoming spatial data science majors. I don't know. Maybe, but there's also this field is growing though too, you know. It's true, are, yeah. People are like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Then I was like, oh, maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe they just, maybe a lot, maybe, maybe because I didn't understand like what was going on in other people's lives. Maybe it was like harder on other people than it was for me yeah people were just focused on getting through their own personal struggles and Mm -hmm. and also it's harder to join things when you're just at home you know there's not a lot of push to get out I just I guess I'm saying for myself now being back on campus and walking around I do want to just get out more and join things more and my social anxiety is getting a little bit better but definitely earlier on with the pandemic I would have rather just stayed home oh okay yeah oh, cool. during the pandemic maybe because maybe for me from the pandemic I went back home and like I basically went back to like my high school job and oh, I like yeah. so I kind of went back like I was on my break you know and I didn't really want to be there I didn't want to be and I was like working during the pandemic mm-hmm. maybe it just felt like it was like my normal life again you know if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. I could yeah, because I maybe because I was getting out. You know, I was working like twenty hours. You know, a week or something. I was working because I w- worked in retirement home, so that was always there. 
And see, I, I was working remote just doing tech support in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> so very different. Yeah. In my basement, too. I was living in a basement. So. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> very different. Yeah. So, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Cause oh, I, we should talk about how we met. <laughs> oh, I mean, through Nick, right? Like, the professor. Yeah, it's not really a story. <laughs> uh, well, I just remember, yeah, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, I remember I met you, like, GIS day. And because, okay, I have this, like, weird thing where, like, I go to the events, and I find U of O students, like, I'm like, oh, U of O students, like, who else is joining it, like, when I did AS, a- a- ASPR events, I would be like, oh, U of O students, like, and I was, like, <laughs> trying to find who these people are, because I also wanted to get people in, like, I also wanted to get people, like, to know people in the major, and then, yeah, I think, and then I think I noticed you were, how did I find that you were from U of O? I think, I, well, I asked when I was doing the trying to form the woman in GIS group, I emailed Nick and you were the only name I think he emailed me back with. That's so weird. I, I asked I, if there were any interested students and he gave me your name and then I, I think I either just emailed you or connected with you on LinkedIn. Yeah, I think LinkedIn. we connected on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, because I sent you a friend request during GIS, GIS in action. So I knew you assisted. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then you texted me I'm like oh whoa <laughs> like yeah yeah the GIS in action oh that was yeah great. yeah that's so interesting that Nick he didn't give like a name to like he only gave my name because I like I mean I did ASPR stuff and I want to do ASPR stuff mm-hmm. but like nothing happened so I kind of like honestly like they gave up and I was like ah I'm like not gonna do yeah. not be involved and I don't know maybe there just aren't a lot of um very active like female GIS students yeah but then Morgan then again I know because like I well, I mean I I because I I don't know I like during the banana I didn't feel like I was active <laughs> during you know <laughs> yeah but yeah no Morgan Morgan I actually met Morgan through like Facebook because and you have a Facebook she asked if like there's anybody in remote sensing too if we can study together oh. or like doing some stuff and then I and then I was like, hey, yeah, I'm interested. Here's my number. But I was like the only one texting her. I was like, I was like asking for help. And I felt weird because, you know, I'm the one asking for help. And she was just fine. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and, then, and then we met up because I, I met her. She was in one of my, it was um, mapping public health classes. And it was remote. And I actually, I didn't attend my classes. I would watch the lecture online and then mm-hmm. like go and snowboard or do something during the day yeah um and so I remember it was like the final project presentations and we had just been forming the group and I like saw her name there I'm like I'm just gonna shoot her a message like she had a really great presentation and I'm gonna see if she wants to join and then she was super excited about it and then I think just all three of us met up and we were all so excited and just like shooting out ideas <laughs> i know right yeah like i think we have like the same like chaotic energy you know yeah, like, we all, like no, all, all the same passion too yeah exactly and flexibility yeah. which i really appreciate makes sense yeah i really appreciate you know just some days and i i wish um work incorporated this more too but just like some days you're having an off day mm-hmm. maybe it's mental health maybe it's just sleep maybe it's stress it's okay to reschedule <laughs> yeah yeah it's you okay know? yeah I'm trying I to think that. yeah I'm trying to think if like if we're because I you know I have an internship that's an internship you know I don't I'm not all late to show up you know like <laughs> so you know yeah Wait, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, times where I, like, rescheduled meetings because I was feeling off, but. Oh, I never, I never reschedule, like, work. work. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, like, work, work. I, I'm actually, I rarely, if I call in sick, it's because I'm really calling in yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, I know, me too. Um, yeah. But, like, for this, you know, it, it's nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, last night we were going to film this podcast and I was just stressed about our midterms and yeah. it's just, it's nice to have people who understand and are in the same boat and yeah, yeah. totally because yeah I know I I like you know again I'm an introvert so like I don't want to see people sometimes and yeah not not like nothing like personal like it's just I just don't feel you know I don't feel good because of yeah no you could literally just send us a text and be like I'm feeling antisocial yeah I know <laughs> right today. yeah 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 and like a lot of my friends do that too so mm-hmm. I totally get it well and that's why originally I had a meeting with Molly and Alicia and Siobhan, some girls under, or some women under Orissa, 
and we were talking about why they wanted to have a woman in GIS group. And this was early on, I think, like maybe I, before we started talking to you, because they were the ones that gave me the advice to like reach out to other women to help start the group. Yeah. And all of them were saying it would just be so nice to talk with other women and just talk about our experiences and just be vulnerable and talk about mental health and how it is, you know, raising a family and still having a job and yeah. a full-time job and just talk about it all <laughs> and be honest and a lot of them too were saying you know sometimes I just feel like I'm not doing a good job and I'm not doing well in my career but the fact is you are you just yeah it's you just feel overwhelmed sometimes and then you are critical on yourself and it, yeah and, 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 and like do you think I mean not to like stereotype women but like, isn't that like pretty common for women to like you know kind of be more hard on themselves more yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. very self-critical of each other, mm. or not of each other, of ourselves, most of all. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that goes to my question of, like, why is there not a lot of women in tech? And this is, like, something that I, like, looked up a long time ago when I was taking computer science, is that I think what it is, is, like, you know, now nowadays, people, you know, women want to be in tech, people want to be in computer science, people want to do, like, things that we're seen as what men did, but mm -hmm. it's the process that, that, you know, that, you know, like, that, that deter, what's that word, like, basically like discourage them that discouraged women in mm -hmm. continuing the process because what it is is like there's sometimes because this i felt like the same thing in, in my computer science class when we received feedback we seen it as like kind of more on ourselves mm -hmm. rather than oh this is like this is we okay take it more personally yeah yeah we take it more personal and again i'm stereotyping women but like <laughs> you know what i mean i, mean, I could say i as much as i try to say that i don't take critic personally because I think I wish I didn't take it personally and I try really hard not to but I think in the back of my mind I do especially when you're surrounded by men who are doing it correctly yeah and, and I think in classes too when I speak up and maybe I'm one of like the few women in that class and I speak up and I say the wrong answer I just I feel like I'm not good enough to be in that class which is stupid yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's just you know and so i think yeah we're just very self-critical of ourselves mm -hmm. um but it's like a good you know i just i'm not really sure though because gis incorporates a lot of the creative mind too and it's not all computer science and coding yeah that's true yeah. and so that's why with where gis i'm not sure why there aren't a lot of women because in my gis class right now there are only about three or four women in my entire really? class it's a small class. I don't okay. want to. Yeah, but still. But also, it. like, also, I was thinking that men are the min like, like majority as well. You know, like, they they are like the majority of people. Like, there's more men in the world than females, and that could be another reason. But still, like, I think I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Something to think about more. <laughs> I know, because it's like, what what fields besides like what besides the tech industry are women in? Like, like maybe like. Are they more like not a lot of women on this planet? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where are y'all? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Because also, I mean, this, I don't know if this is connected at all. This is completely random. I have a hard time just meeting female friends too. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you have that <laughs> just me? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I guess it's just hard to make friends right now. Maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> think, well, because I like always had like female friends, you know, with like, I don't know. But I do have like men friends. I don't know. Like, well, for me, because I, oh, I grew up, this is like kind of personal, but like I grew up, you know, I grew up in a household of like men. You know, I have mm -hmm. two brothers the same age as me. So I think for me, it's just like, people like females like like scare me you know they scare me because yeah. like because I didn't grow up like and my mom like she's not like she's more of a tomboy and so like I didn't grow up like as a traditional female I guess like I wasn't like I wasn't like taught how to dress or like you know to like be like to wear makeup like my mom didn't teach me how to do makeup like very feminine like yeah yeah or like tell me to like wear a dress or like mm -hmm. you know would like pick out clothing that were like yeah feminine and so I think for me it's just like people who people like the girls who act feminine I'm like I get scared I'm like yeah you know like, I, I, I don't really I can relate like in a similar way not I mean I did I did have an older brother mm -hmm. um but my mom is very feminine but I think I just lean towards more of the tomboy style in middle school and high school and a lot of my family friends and a lot of the girls in my classes were definitely a lot 
more like feminine and into makeup and I was I was a big like tomboy especially in middle school and so I think I was just intimidated by everyone I just I didn't I don't know maybe that's why now I think I, I dress a little bit more feminine sometimes I don't know if that has yeah uh, yeah because yeah because for me like I was yeah like you know like I was into dragons and I was bullied for like <laughs> liking dragons and yeah like I think now I kind of found my own style like I don't care if I dress like feminine or like masculine I just mm -hmm. dress like clothing that I like wearing I just dress dress how I dress and yeah. why somewhere on a scale one way or another yeah but, but back to yeah why why there aren't a lot of women in GIS and tech I yeah. I actually haven't researched it a lot and I don't know why and I'd like to figure out why okay yeah maybe <laughs> we should podcast yeah maybe maybe that should be our next like podcast episode is like yeah. like we should do research and then figure out like why yeah yeah why this is a very i feel like we're actively brainstorming in this and it's like an introductory <laughs> I, know, I mean this is an interesting introduction this is our first podcast like yeah our first podcast. i think like i'm i'm acting as if people actually listen to this but really? like people listening are just kind of listening to our thought process <laughs> oh, okay really I think I mean I was like talking like I was just talking to you <laughs> like I was yeah like, well that's what I'm doing too but I was yeah. just like to our listeners yeah to us. <laughs> wherever you are yeah if you, if you guys are asking us <laughs> oh my god no it's oh, great because like you know like we can like yeah record podcasts and then we'll just put out everything and then if people find it they'll find it and then <laughs> Yeah, because I think I think um, Daniel the Macmanscaping podcast. He was saying that like you know find this uh finding this artist like the side hustle episode. He was saying he just put the podcast. He didn't care, yeah. like he didn't care Start how bad. Out. We're just yeah. talking. We're not, and we like we said we're we're just in it for like our own personal growth too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't care about those listeners. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about you listeners. We don't care. That. I feel like that's what everyone says. <laughs> when they don't have a lot of followers we don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Dang. We, we don't care if no one listens to us yeah but i hope people do <laughs> i know yeah we hope no we just like you know we support ourselves and yeah yeah this yeah is just fun this is really and it's just nice to talk to you yeah thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm like an entertaining person, but sometimes I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm weird. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. That's it's one of those things where in the moment, you know, you're having fun with someone, but podcasts are so interesting because when you like listen back to it, is it interesting? Yeah. That's <laughs> I, I see like podcasts as more of a a friend told me this, like a a social substitution, really. And so I think that's what this is a lot. Honestly, yeah, like, yeah, like, and that's what I did. Like, I don't listen to, like, podcasts, like, about, like, self-discovery, or I just listen to podcasts that are, like, K-pop idols talking about them, <laughs> like, so, you know, talking about, yeah, yeah, their, their lives, and it's really entertaining, <laughs> and, like, I, yeah, and, like, it helps me fall asleep, honestly, like, Mm -hmm. because you're just listening to someone talk and it, maybe it is like a form of it but like it I don't know maybe it's like a form of my like own ASMR because I can't do ASMR at all and like I don't I don't think it's like I don't like it and so maybe it's like me falling asleep is someone's voice because maybe I'm used to because like I would have the TV on and fall asleep to the TV a lot when I was younger so maybe yeah, so you're used to that yeah and people yeah. talking it's yeah. also just nice too, like when you go all day working and not, especially working remote for you right now and not mm -hmm. talking to a whole lot of people like in person and just having laughter and people making jokes and just banter in the background. Yeah. Is really so and just nice and you, so, and you feel human again. Yeah. So maybe it is a form of ASMR, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, what, what does ASMR stand for? Do you know? It's like, uh, uh, oh, I don't even know. I'm gonna have to look this up yeah, right look now. Yeah, it because... It's like ASMR. Autonomous sensory meridian response. I oh, think okay. I said that right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a like a response from your nervous system, and so yeah, that's ASMR. <laughs> but is it? But like, I don't know, because like. I think I listen like it's for I don't know because I don't feel like high when I listen to podcasts. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I don't 
<laughs> like you know, like are like are you supposed to feel something when you like when you like ASMR happens? Oh, oh yeah, like a sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel when I'm talking to people. <laughs> like we're listening to podcasts. All right, good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it is. I feel like you could argue it one way or another. It's not. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, no I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Another question. I guess what yeah, drives... What else do we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we, like, jumped around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, natural, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. What questions do you have like written down? Oh, I guess like yeah. What drives you? Why are you still alive? I guess. Why am I still alive? <laughs> yeah. What? Whoa, that's a lot of questions. I'm sorry. I meant I meant like what drives you? Like you know, like what are your goals? I guess like. Um, life goals or career goals? Oh God! Like just in general, like honestly, like like you know, like career is your life. So you know, you spend like you spent, like, all your life in, at your career, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, get, you know, you spent, like, the majority of your life at a career, so, you know, career is your life, so. <laughs> I guess my goal is I don't, I don't really want my career to be my life, I want it to right. be a big part of it, but I have this thing, I want to be a professional weekender, <laughs> really, so I want, I really want to have a job, too, that, where they have a similar like mindset where like we work hard during the week mm-hmm. but on the weekends like right now I'm not doing that because in school too I, you just there, you don't have any days off yeah but it would be nice to be able to just turn everything off for a weekend and go camping and just oh yeah not think about that but I think more looking at career goals I I definitely want to start out in city planning um and work on projects there and especially like building up the transportation systems in cities and just figuring out like what the most efficient system is. How can we provide like safe bike routes? And then I want to go more into freelance because my end goal is to work remote doing freelance where I can, I can move around to different places, meet different people and just kind of figure out where I want to go and where I eventually want to settle down someday because I do want, like kids someday actually yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. saying at my age right now but I do and I but I do not want to it's scary to think about like settling down somewhere you know <laughs> I know yeah no me too like like I don't want to like said I want to be like my, I think my friends had described me like as like I want to like like I'll just like randomly be in like Amsterdam or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll call my friends and be like, I'm in Amsterdam. <laughs> like, yeah, like I love moving and I love changing yeah. a lot and so well I, I like you know, minor changes, and, and I, so I want to, with um, freelancing or just some remote job, that's, that's my end goal, um, and I also, I love doing a lot of, like, outdoor activities, oh, yeah. and that way I can still, like, run or bike or kiteboard and, and do all those activities while, yeah, because you're a big, working. you're a big kiteboarder, right, what's that, like, you gotta tell me about that, <laughs> I'll try to describe it, it's, you have, like, a wakeboard or a surfboard, and you're being pulled by this kite that ranges anywhere from like six to 14 meters long, depending oh. on the, the wind speed. And it basically just pulls you across the water, if that makes sense. I don't yeah. know. If I'm but like, don't you do like tricks and stuff? Like, yeah. Can, and yeah. so when you get better, you, okay. can, you can like, you can jump and people, okay. people do some awesome tricks, but this is actually really interesting. I've met a lot of my GIS connections while just kiting on the beach because so when you're kiting you're on the water and then you take breaks and you lay your kite down and everyone just kind of like has a beer together or talks and Mm -hmm. and gives each other tips and I met Molly who gave me the idea for the woman in GIS group just sitting on the beach and we just like we're talking about kiting and then she asked me what I'm studying and then turns out she's been in GIS for 20 years that's awesome the same thing in Texas when I was kiting um there was a woman who knows someone who like does GIS in San Diego and mm-hmm. and it, it was just like it's so much fun I've met a lot of people you, while kiting that do GIS. <laughs> then do you think there's like a stereotype in like GIS like in geography? I I think there's a little stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> just 
from my personal experiences yeah. yeah i i every single person i meet in gis is just such a great human being too yeah <laughs> because they they're in gis because they care about solving issues and it's such a niche little thing that you you do it because you're passionate about it and you don't do it for the money yeah that's i think i think there was like a twitter thread like thread or poll where it's like what's the most fulfilling thing about your job and it was you know the gis community and they were like the mission everybody picked the mission Mm -hmm. they didn't care about the money you know like obviously there's a balance but obviously the mission is what drives them yeah it's like if i'm gonna be working my entire life i want to do something where it can be flexible and i can move around a lot and do a wide variety of projects and that is js yeah but what so what drives you then it's oh, <laughs> a good point honestly yeah right it's a big question it's wherever <laughs> you want to take it <laughs> yeah um i just i think i think now honestly it's like yeah it's like getting to know people and like figure out mm-hmm. kind of what drives other people and i honestly like thinking like basically like what issues are they solving and i know this is like not focused in like gis but i'm like i'm more interested now in like connecting with people and figure and interviewing mm-hmm. them and you know what projects they have been working on and how does that like fit in the whole like the whole like um like what is like the whole umbrella of climate change and mm-hmm. you know like obviously i think what also drives me is that like it's like you know we're solving climate change or we're solving like a huge issue that like like you know like you know like all our lives we're going to get only closer to and that's kind of cool because if like a lot of people do that then it's going to get closer you know so i think it's just like that big issue of like like you can be a part of that yeah you can be part of that big issue yeah so you like the the networking and and like you said earlier the business side because you also grew up in the business side of it too but yeah that's been incorporating the business and networking side yeah so i think yeah i think i'm like i don't think i have like that niche or whatever of finding like it, like you know I'm own interested in the environment I think I'm more interested in the GIS field because it is like you know these people that I met so far they're very like passionate mm-hmm. about like things and about what they're solving and like you know like during our main internship literally we spent 12 hours like on a call trying to trying to work on an experience builder and I think it's that that passion is like really like mm-hmm. like I guess I guess like it, I what drives me is like meeting other people that you know just meeting inspiring people and motivating people. Because then you, you bounce off of their energy too. Exactly. Yeah. Have you met anyone in GIS? That, maybe this is a bad question. Okay. <laughs> like, what Wait, do you no, mean? Like, never mind. I'm not I am I am in GIS. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, I don't want to ask you this because this won't lead to a healthy oh. conversation. Oh, okay. Have you met anyone in GIS that you don't get along with? And then I realized Oh, that yeah, no. Is that That's actually, yeah I mean like honestly like because I think like maybe I was just lucky because like this field there's so people are really open mm-hmm. and I think that's like part of like the career like you know what GIS is is because there's so much to learn there's so much to do and I think there's a lot of people in this GIS and GIS that are like just really open to everything mm-hmm. and so like I think everyone has this shared scale of creative problem solving is how I like to say it because you do need to be creative in GIS like visually and just um through analysis too and you have to be open-minded because there's such a range of projects too yeah i definitely agree with that (laughs) yeah so i don't think i like yeah and i think that's the type of person i am is i'm really because i never honestly like all my life like i never like settled on one thing like i did theater i did horseback riding i did um like sports i did basketball i never like settled on one thing and i think just that's who i am so i think i think i'm really blessed to like find this field because like I honestly, what would I do without it? <laughs> like, I'm realizing more and more how similar we are because I was the same way growing up. I just like jump, and even now I jump around from projects to projects and sometimes overwhelm myself and then have to back off. But I love just yeah. interacting with like different projects and meeting people. And yeah. I think that's why we hit it off so well in the beginning <laughs> too, because we were talking about what are our strengths and weaknesses? Yeah. And our weakness was we overload, overload <laughs> ourselves and sometimes I'm a little too excited at first. Yeah. <laughs> I know and I'm like yeah we're both like chaotic <laughs> you know like we're both like um like intense and that's like we're both like intense people too <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. Very passionate about GIS. But are we passionate? Oh my god. I was like thinking that like what what like what is passionate, honestly? Like like am I passionate or like do I just want to do stuff because I'm just bad at things and I want to get good? <laughs> <Get them. laughs> That's a good way to put it. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? That's interesting you said that because yeah, I I think a lot of the reason I like GIS is because I am good at GIS too. And I like doing things I'm good at, you know, I'll, oh. I'll be like selfish and say that. Like I yeah. like doing things I'm good at and I'm not saying I'm really better than, but I'm just an average person at GIS, but I think I struggle in environmental science because I couldn't find my, my spot in there that I was like specializing in and in math too. Like you can't just really specialize in that one thing. And so GIS having like fun doing it and then when I was having fun doing it I got better at it and then I I don't know where I was going with that but yeah because I that's like very different for me because like I'm oh, like okay. I'm like bad at everything so I like work hard because I'm like oh I... <laughs> now I feel like an asshole I'm like, no, okay. I just, yeah. <laughs> like what makes you good well what makes you good at well GIS? I was gonna like... say I, I'm not I'm not that good at GIS. There's nothing that I do that makes me stand out. In fact, oh, I definitely. like sometimes don't turn in my assignments yeah. because, you know, like I'm not. But does um, that, I mean, school doesn't define your good, like how good you are. Though. Yeah, I guess I like, was saying I'm good at GIS because I love it so much and I put time into it outside of class. Yeah. And so maybe I'm not good at GIS, but I, again, back to the word, I'm passionate about it. Yeah. <laughs> what does that word mean <laughs> yeah like you see you like I was listening to podcasts and I was like oh yeah I was like really passionate about real estate you know knocked on people's doors but is that but like <laughs> what's pa- like yeah like I guess it it excites you I guess and it brings you happiness when you're doing it yeah and it, make, it just it um it ignites your fire I think oh, okay of it because when I use the word passionate and like passion I'm thinking of like a fire, you know, like it, it excites me a lot and it kind of like, like yeah. turns me on. But then, but like, like, like a, yeah, that makes, but like, because, but because we like everything though, like, you know, like we like everything, like what, what, okay, what thing is it, what, what's the thing that doesn't ignite your fire? Well, math. Okay, math, okay. <laughs> math does not. Yeah. And yeah, that's okay. why I'm not like minoring in that anymore. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah um talking okay honestly talking about politics does not ignite yeah that's really boring yeah, I I like learning about it I want to you know be educated on it but that stuff bores me <laughs> yeah and like um like like a lot of like activism to be honest mm-hmm. like yeah again it's like interesting to learn about and I want to yeah. be educated on it but it's not something when I go out and get a drink with someone I don't want to talk about that for hours yeah but that's like <laughs> it a just very happens to me and I, oh, I don't really? oh, okay. enjoy it it's also a very touchy tub shack too exactly yeah it gets yeah. I get emotional too and and oh, so like sometimes depending on the topic if someone if I have a very different view than someone I can get emotional and that's a fault <laughs> oh yeah but what about you is there anything that you can think of that doesn't yeah that it's passionate about huh I think I think yeah I mean biology I honestly like I think I was I like I learned like I was like forcing myself in biology honestly like it doesn't excite me like I don't care about like the inner workings of a human body or like anatomy you know the idea sounds cool (laughs) yeah yeah the idea of it sounds cool but it's like I I just want to know like you know like what can I do like like I don't need to know like how like cholesterol is like Mm-hmm. it was like in your my body you know <laughs> like yeah yeah that that was with a lot of majors in environmental science too I love the idea of that major but I just didn't have fun reading pages pages and pages of like public policy yeah you know I'd, I'd rather be actually learning about python and gis and how to map like public health in cities and yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny because some people will listen to that and that will bore them a lot <laughs> that's true yeah that's true yeah yeah because i was I, I remember i was talking to leslie the our advisor about like what's the difference between international relationships and geography and geography is more applied and then hmm. international relationship is like this learning about policy 
<laughs> so, yeah, ex okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, again, I, I always see, so, oh, I want to ask you this question. When people ask, what is GIS, what do you say? Oh, that's good. I've been getting those questions a lot because I, um, I, I work at the restaurant and, like, they're, you know, they're asking me, like, oh, what do I do on the side? I, or, like, what was my major? And I actually say computer science and geography. I don't say spatial data and technology because I'm like, that's a big question. But yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think because, I mean, I've been saying what my job is, which I, I'm, like, Matt Powerlines. But if mm -hmm. I say, if they ask me, like, oh, like, what's GIS? I think I was I think I was saying like it's basically like computer science and social science. I mean that's honestly what I think it is. It's yeah. It's computer science and social science. <laughs> like yeah, you mix technology and geography. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think like there are different answers for different types of conversations. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will just say I I um I make maps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know, like, me too. Yeah. Like, I say spatial data science and they're like, what the heck is that? I know. Like, well, I just make maps. Or, yeah. or the next step after that is, oh, I find patterns and map um, relationships between physical and human environment. Like I, yeah, yeah. I stress the relationship between geography and then human geography, like physical mm -hmm. geography, human geography. But it's so you can really there's such a broad definition to it it, it I just i guess it's like custom to whatever you're doing yeah and that's our that's a, a very standard interview question too it's like a oh, really? gis yeah yeah speak gis is what they ask no explain gis oh <laughs> yeah is there a language i don't get <laughs> i mean you know like i remember i remember i was taking one of our classes it was dr fisher's classes and then she was saying because it was that project design class and she brought in like this, you know, person that was doing, it was beyond toxic, doing environmental work. And she was saying, she was like, Dr. Fish was getting really, really frustrated because, you know, she didn't know, like, she was like trying to, um, they're working on the project, but the, that person, the outside person was like, say, like, was not, wasn't using, you know, term terminology. Oh. And so she was getting really frustrated. She was like, <laughs> well, I, guess I don't understand. Is... I don't understand this, yeah. you know? Yeah. There is the shared terminology, I, yeah. That's yeah, because like polygon, like a normal person doesn't know what a polygon is or like what yeah, a polygon versus line versus point. Yeah. <laughs> when you use those. Huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's like we do have like a terminology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just realized I said the comp the organization thing. I shouldn't say that, but I can edit it out. This yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why when I asked you, have you met anyone you, like, didn't get along with in GIS? I'm like, oh, maybe we shouldn't talk about people we don't get along with. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not right now. We're not that, we're not that. Not right now. Yeah, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think we had a good conversation about that. <laughs> Cause, like, yeah, yeah, we could have a good conversation. Yeah. 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 How long has this been, by the way? It's been, well, I don't even know, like an hour? Okay. Yeah. Is there a time? Because we could probably cut it down for like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, like 30 okay. to 40 minutes. That's what I was thinking. Okay. But <laughs> I kind of know. We kind of like, we didn't really go on like a topic, but it's fine. <laughs> I really, oh, you know what we didn't do? We oh. need to do introductions of each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just started talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We should edit this part and put it in the beginning. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. All right. Well, Maddie, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, that's hard because I don't know, like, what are we giving our title or? Oh, um, I was going to give, like, my name and what I'm doing right now. So I'm a student. Oh, okay. And I guess we did talk about why we want to do this. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess just simple what you yeah. maybe um what do you like to do on your free time oh I, don't, I mean I work a lot right now okay okay you don't have free time then, <laughs> <laughs> then what's like a question um <laughs> like just a goofy I'm just trying to think of a goofy question oh gosh it's like an icebreaker question Cringe, ice. uh, I'll just what's say the worst map you've ever made 
Oh gosh, every I mean <laughs> like every man because I'm not I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> just how about we just say like our names? Okay, and okay. And pronouns okay. and. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm 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 Maddie. I'm Maddie, Maddie Fong. I currently work as a geo contractor with NB5, but I'm also a communication. Um, I do a lot of communications with Amerigeo as well. Um, I go by she, hers, and hers, and I'm also part of uh, Oregon Women GIS. Yeehaw! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Claire Parton. I am right now a fifth-year student at University of Oregon studying uh, geography and spatial data science with a minor in sociology. Um, I also work at the technology service desk for the University of Oregon doing tech support and then I'm also one of the program coordinators at Oregon Women in GIS. And I'm now a podcast host for Podcast Hub. <laughs> <laughs> Name to be determined may change. Yeah. No, I like spatial girls. Like, I like or that. Spatial girls. Okay. Yeah, spatial that. girls. Yeah. Spatial girls. Yeah, because it's very, because uh, it's very short. We can keep it short. Yeah, we yeah. could name this episode, What is GIS? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, or like, WTF GIS. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, well, what do you think? Should we ask some more questions or should we like end it since it is an hour or? I think, honestly, I think we're like, I'm, I'm done, but like, we can do just like more yeah. planning stuff since we're here. Like, yeah. You no, know, like, we should, yeah, like do questions. So like next week, let's do... What's our next question of the... Um, wait, should we stop recording now? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Just so you don't have...